This episode of The Horror Basement is brought to you by the 17th Annual Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival going on October 19th, 20th, and 21st. For more information, go check them out at fullmooninc.net. Hi, I'm Bill Mosley, and you're in The Horror Basement with Jim Jam and Johnny Leroy. <laughs> Lick my plate, you dog bitch. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Horror Basement. I'm Johnny Leroy, one of your hosts. We also have another host. Say hi, Jim Jam. Hello, Jim Jam here. We also have a special guest here with us, Yeti. Hello, Yeti. Hey, hey. Hey, so, hey, hey. Welcome to NPR News. <laughs> NPR News? Yes, this is my NPR voice. Because everyone on NPR talks like this. you got to be real subtle and real calm Hmm. to give out that bullshit news. (laughs) Now, welcome to the Horror Basement, everyone. Uh, Go hit us up on all of our social media stuff. Hey, and uh, 2018 Haunt Directory is on the website now. Check it out. TNHorror.com forward slash haunts dot html for some reason you got to have that fucking html on there why i don't know it won't it'll go to 404 gateway error if you just use haunts so yeah figure that shit out (laughs) or just google teen horror haunts creepy con was uh what was it last week yes last weekend this past weekend friday uh, and saturday yep had a good time met a lot of people yeah. Lots and lots of vendors. The guest lineup wasn't real great. I bet second year, so you know. Yeah, but with yeah, that's what I was gonna say. With the second year, I mean, you know, it'll uh, it'll continue had, to get better. Yeah, they had Naomi Grossman from uh, American Horror Story, so she was really nice as always, and I got contact info for her. So hopefully, yeah, she had a panel, and um, they had Chris, the car. Christine was there. One of the cars, and then yeah. the orange car. It yeah, it was supposed orange. to be red. Yeah, and then uh, had uh, what's it called? The Green Lantern, not Green Lantern, fucking. Oh, the Green Goblin head. Yeah, Goblin. The Goblin head. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, that dude fucking rebuilt. Yeah, it was. He get the actual one. He got the one that was, and it was burnt up where they blew it up. And he re-fucking did finish it all to make it look so brand new. So that is the movie used. That's the movie used one that they blew up at the end. Wow. Set it on fire, everything. That some bitch, the half half of the face was gone, like the bottom chin. I wonder how he... I'm like, he put how, like four, he, three or four years into remaking. Like, did he say how much re- he paid for that damn thing? No, I didn't ask. Probably didn't pay much for it, saying it was blown up. Yeah, I wouldn't think he would. We met quite a few people there. Yeah, we... Uh, who was... Yeah. The, Who's the one you started talking about aliens and shit to when we went over? I don't know. He is, he was dressed as Captain Spaulding. Yeah, yeah. He does. Him and his wife do a podcast. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna be uh, hooking up with them here pretty soon. So, uh, biscuits and goblins. Yeah, biscuits and goblins. Uh, yeah. 
They do a paranormal podcast, like so. They need to take uh, Johnny and well, they need to take Tennessee Horror News on an investigation. They don't. They don't investigate. Oh, they just talk about it. Okay. Yeah, they have stories. Like he's. We did. We did have a chat about putting a team together and doing some investigations. They're both really interested. So Johnny, that is a possibility. Investigate. Wow, you can't see nothing during the day, apparently. <laughs> that's what I've learned from all these Those TV are shows. Yeah, they're nocturnal for some reason. They're like owls. Like, yeah. Yeah, like at, owls and raccoons. You know, the freaks come out at Speaking night. Speaking of raccoons, man, did you see that video I sent y'all? That dude punching that fucking raccoon off the post? Yeah, I thought that was fucked up. Not yeah, really that's, funny. That's kind of harsh. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt bad for the raccoon, didn't you? Well, I mean, I don't see the yeah, point in that kind of shit. Like, that's just fucking dumb. And if you're probably, really, if you're willing to abuse animals, you're probably willing to abuse the people around you. That's just my personal opinion. I kind of had to build a backstory. Like that raccoon was like the worst Super raccoon. Dick. Super it, dick it raccoon. An asshole. It probably killed his. Like, it probably killed his coon dog or something. Just, yeah. That dude didn't it's look like, like a he had a coon raccoon. Dog, but. The dude looked like he was probably drunk and just showing out for a friend. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get off that. That's not related to CreepyCon yeah. at all. Um, no, that's kind of fucked up to even bring that up, but whatever. Yeah, well. Anyways, uh, so I finally got united, uh, not reunited, but united with Rafe at CreepyCon. Because Matt from Von Grimm Productions, uh, he was there, set up, and he brought Rafe. And I walked around with Rafe on. Yep. So I became dope. I became Rafe. Kind of. <laughs> but yeah. There's a lot why, of, why is Rafe such a bitch then? The fuck are you talking about he's a bitch? He ain't no bitch. Oh, you said you become him and you're a bitch all the time, so <laughs> I <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Uh, I had to poke fine. <laughs> Oh, God. I got a feeling this podcast uh, is going to be a very not lighthearted podcast. <laughs> Probably not. It's going to be taking some slap shots at a lot of things. But yeah, that mask is really cool, though. I mean, bad. and he does, uh, Matt yeah. does a lot of good work. Like, his, all of his masks are really fucking awesome. All his masks are fucking creepy. It's awesome. Yeah. There's no. No bullshit coming out of that dude's shop. That's for sure. And he makes masks out of burlap. Yeah, he's really good. That's pretty fucking sweet. He stepped out of, as he said, he stepped out of his comfort zone making Rafe because this was more of the one he had to sculpt, you know, with the, I guess it's the clay. Yeah. He had to sculpt it. Or, I don't know, is it sculpt it? Yeah. Sculpt it and then do all that other uh, special effects stuff they do to it. Yeah. Like on, uh, what's that TV show on Sci-Fi, Face-Off? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully I help inspire him to do more stuff like this so he can further his uh, mask-making game to the next level and get where he wants to be because he also works at local haunts in the area. But anyways, um, so all in all, uh, we were supposed to do... (laughs) Oh, I guess a walkthrough, and we never got around to doing that because. Well, you should have brought the damn GoPro. Yeah, and, and there would have been plenty of walkthrough video. Well, I kind of did Wait, a walkthrough. What? What, Yeti? I I, I, did, I did a. I didn't have 
I tried. I was going to do just like a live stream. And then I just got, I was just like, you know what? I'm cool. I got the guy, uh, Dub. Dub Cops. Uh, yeah, yeah, from Screenville. We we had a little chat there. It was pretty good. And so uh, look out for Yeti's haunt reviews. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's happening this year. I've got somebody who will go through haunted houses with me and shit. So, uh, so that'll probably only Tennessee be haunts. the East the t- East Tennessee haunts because I wrote haunts like haunt reviews last year and didn't like it. It's too much shit, too much work. Not going to fuck with it. <laughs> but Yeti, he's going to do it. So uh, it'll be the East Tennessee haunts. So uh, we'll post those. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's And it's not going to be a, a bunch of stringent technical shit now. I, I will I will review haunts how I review everything else. Yeah, just a paragraph a of what you thought about it. Ain't no sense in all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't trying to get technical and all that. We're just trying to tell them we had a good time or we didn't have a good time, whichever. Speaking of CreepyCon, there is a guy there. Uh, some really interesting stuff. His name is Blake Best. He wrote a book uh, that I can't remember the name of, but it's about uh, it's about the Elm Street series. Uh, he was four. He wrote a book about. We'll get him on here uh, next few weeks or something. Super interesting guy, and he's got all kinds of connections. Uh, he let me hold it. Let me put on a glove that Robert England wore. It was. Fucking rad. <laughs> okay, so funny story. It's been happening a lot lately. Uh, like we get so much shit in the in the email that like a lot of stuff gets lost. So I, uh, the wife actually went to the guy's booth and saw his stuff. Cause she's a big fan of a uh, nightmare, and uh, she brought me over there to meet him. His wife was there. She sees my hat with the bat wings on it. She was like, oh, shit, Tennessee Horror News. She's like, I follow you guys on Instagram. So we got started talking. And Blake was like, uh, he was like, man, I sent you guys an email about my book here a while back. And he was like, I was I was really upset because I didn't hear anything back. You know, and he was like, he was like, he's pretty gutted that we hadn't had him on. So I, th- I think we should do that just because, like, like I don't know. He was a fucking cool dude. Like, wow. Beyond all the... all the Great job, Yeti. I mean, you're supposed to be dead taking care of that, and you let it slip through the cracks and broke this man's heart. <laughs> he did a... Uh, he did Behind the... It's a book called Behind the Screams. Uh, it's, a behind, it's a behind the scene in-depth book on the Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Uh, he's like, dude, he... Yeah, we we need to we need to make that happen. That sure. dude is uh, it is super cool. Uh, what else? What else happened? Creepy? Oh, we thought Bradford died, uh, but he didn't. <laughs> Bradford showed up Friday. You know, partied out with everybody. I wasn't there, so I didn't witness, and I never got to meet Bradford. But uh, yeah, we never heard from him all day Saturday. He went MIA. But apparently he's okay. He just got sick. So it's all good. Bradford is alive. All good. Yeah. We Both met uh, okay. the people from Funeral Pyre Designs. Yeah, that made us a, oh. uh, a sweet-ass... Uh, wood 
burning. Wood, wood burning? Yeah. Wood burning of the logo. Yeah, of the logo, yeah. So it's cool. They I, do good work. I totally work. wasn't serious about taking home, but I'm so glad I did. <laughs> I, I, I still I still haven't posted my creepy con haul. I keep meaning to do that. I'm going to do it this week. Well, um, but, uh, well, it's the least you know we can do because you do so much for Tennessee Horror News. So, you know, hook you up with oh, yeah. some, some swag. Some swag. But they're cool people. Uh, Ricky. Ricky's the name? Shoot, I'm fucking terrible in there. Super cool people. Uh, I'm probably going to try to interview him here pretty soon. But his work is fucking insane. Yeah, it's. I was. It's just it was awesome to hear that he sold his. There was it. Uh, which one did he sell? Nosferatu. Yeah, he sold that one for like two hundred bucks. So I was like, I was, oh, I was wicked. happy for him for selling that, you know. Cause at least, oh, hell yeah. At least he got his probably. You know, I'm sure he got his money back for his booth, so it wasn't. Uh, well, and also just being able to get your name out there. Yeah, people yeah. see it and. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. But, um. Damn, she was there. I didn't realize that was her. Who? Mackenzie Lentz. Where's she from? She's from Under the Dome in The Hunger Game. I didn't realize that was her, though. Oh. Huh. Yeah. She's fucking oh, hot. Oh, is Under the Dome a horror? Yeah, it's, uh. Yeah. Stephen King. Stephen King. Oh, okay. Well, I but I remember her from The uh, Hunger Games. Super hot in it. She's super hot now. But, anyways. <laughs> Uh, well, I did kind of. I did a live video on our f- Instagram of they had a cake. Well, there's Kelly, Kelly Lentz, huh? They had a cake making thing, or I guess a, a theme. <coughs> People made themed cakes, and there were yeah. a lot of awesome cakes. I didn't download the video, the live stream, so I didn't post it. But uh, it was pretty cool. It had a lot of horror themed birthday cakes or whatever oh yeah i have that card up my yeah i talked to that lady i was like do you do all these she's like well my her daughter or something was the one that was the, the decorator of all of them she had cookies and everything yeah and it's the type of cookies like you'd see like at uh walmart you know what i'm saying like you know the the, the, the theme yeah with the pictures on them but them motherfuckers i believe come from china from walmart so i wouldn't necessarily buy them like no joke like when I worked there like we looked at the back of it and it said product of China yeah it's like yeah probably don't want to eat them fucking cookies wow now I don't know if they do that now that was been over 10 years ago when I worked there so like that's just something that sticks with you like yeah that's gross yeah and they had some live shows going on they had a magic show yeah Uh, lame Hmm. And they had some other stuff that was pretty cool. It was a uh, it was a fun yeah. time though. Um, they had Chicago Rot. They had that. That was fucking yeah. Awesome. Yeti got to go watch. Uh, he got to sit beside the ghoul and watch Chicago Rot. So that was pretty cool, right, Yeti? Yeah. Yeah, that was badass. I got to I got to, I got to hang out with those guys, and they are just just top notch folks. I mean, a lot of that Friday night is kind of a blur. But uh, but yeah, the, the Chicago Rock folk, uh, Brant and Dorian and Sam and 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 Kelly, and uh, Kelly's husband Carrie, they're all just fucking super top notch people. We're, we got, I've actually got a little promotion thing I'm cooking up, 
because uh, Chicago Rot is being re-released in October. Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew that. Mm-mm. And uh, we've got a... Uh, I've talked to Kelly, and we've got a, a, a fucking promotion kind of laying in wait. They're gonna, it's going to be a kind of a raffle giveaway thing. And they're going to put together a prize package for it. It's going to be pretty fucking dope. We, what, can we do that at uh, Full Moon? Uh, I'm sure we could. I'm working on getting it, seeing if I can get it in Central Cinema. I haven't heard anything back yet, so I'll have updates well, we on that. We can get that but, giveaway. Uh, Maybe we can do a giveaway at, like, they can, someone can do, we can do a raffle at the table for Full Moon. I bet we can do that, too. So, yeah. Um, It'd be awesome. But, yeah, so all in all, CreepyCon was a fun time. It was a fucking uh, Yeah. Can't wait till next year. Oh, man, I'm already excited for next year. Johnny? Yeah, it was fun. We had so, a good time. We met a lot of people. So, uh, y'all, it is that time. This is the movie of the week. Movie. Movie of the week. So, what is the movie of the week, Johnny? Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, 2006. Yeah, we chose. Uh, I chose this movie because I've been, have you know, my wife has had it on our shutter queue for a while now. So um, I decided to finally. Yeah, it watch it. Director Scott, I think it's Glosserman. Would it be Glosserman? Yeah. I would say it would be Glosserman. And writers Scott Glosserman and Debbie J. Steve? Steve? Whatever. Probably fucking... Those guys. Yeah, those guys. Brutalized it. Uh, Nathan, what's his last name? Basil? Basil? B-A-E-S-E-L? That'll work. Basil? Yeah, that'll work. All these people with these fucking European names, man. Well, I mean, like, even, like, Angela Gothel's, go I don't know how to fucking pronounce just these people. Just don't say their names. Just say the names in the movie. Well, no, but you gotta, there's fucking the act, the main actors in the movie. Also, uh, <laughs> Zelda Rubin, you know, from Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. She was the librarian. Was she had a cameo. Awesome. First one to die in the movie. Spoiler. I mean, it's from 2006. If you haven't watched it in 12 years, well, tough shit. Yeah, it was. I'm not gonna lie. I thought thought it was a new movie, yeah. and then I looked it up and was like, "Well, I'll be son of a bitch." Yeah, and Robert I England I think, and I think Scott was, Wilson. I mean, yeah, had, had quite Robert a few. England pretty much plays Doctor Loomis. Which yeah, I thought was pretty cool. Well, and and that's the thing. Like I was looking, I was watching, I was like, "Dude, why does he look so much like him?" And then when you look in the trivia, his beard was cut to look exactly like it. And the clothes that he was wearing was to look exactly like Doctor Loomis. Yeah, because this yeah. was this was pretty. Because it's a mockumentary. Yeah, it's just, I guess, kind of spoofing all the slasher films. Yeah, because it, it's the, would it be a tropes or something or just making fun? Yeah, I don't think they're making fun. It's just like they're saying that it's reality. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So it, they they got like, the guy running around. Jason Voorhees was real. Michael Myers is real. Freddy Krueger, real. Chucky, yeah, real. It was a... You know? Yeah. Also, I I did some digging, and the old man that Leslie Vernon hangs out with, Eugene, uh, Eugene is supposed to be the killer 
from Black Christmas. Yeah, I've seen that shit also. <laughs> That's fucking... That was cool. Yeah, like, everything I mean, they did had a reason. Like, even the background yeah. and all that stuff. Like, you reading through the trivia stuff of it, and it's like, oh, shit. There's a lot of... There's a lot of love went into this one. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty damn good movie, too. Yeah, I thought it was pretty smart. It had a good twist. Pretty smart how they did it and everything. Yeah. And made it feel... It's going to get wet in here tonight. <laughs> when he says that shit, I was like, dude, what? What about... Fix your boots up, kitties. What about the, uh... <coughs> the, uh... <clears throat> the extreme close-up of the titties? Oh, yeah, that was just weird. I think they wanted to make it real weird. What do you think? I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, it was, was just, just odd. Like, and she's like, well, what? It's like, well, it has to happen. Because, you know, in every movie <laughs> that has to happen in these horror movies, yeah, they got the real extreme close-up of boobs. Like, it automatically zooms in. Well, these were really uh, close-up. And then they also had an upskirt shot of the girl climbing up the ladders. <laughs> the yeah. Ladder. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think it was. I I really enjoyed the movie. It has uh, it actually has a seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I mean that's pretty high. That's not easy to do. No, no, that's for sure. And if you can, uh, I dug it. If you have Shutter, this is available on Shutter. And you should probably get Shutter. Yeah, it's pretty damn awesome. You should definitely get Shutter. Five bucks a month, and you can share it with all kinds of people. Yeah, (laughs) like smoke a little less crack and get Shutter. Yeah, simple. Just, Simple math. Or just is the, is buy the a few less sodas. On Shutter too. The, is the sequel because there's a sequel called uh, Be- Before the Mask. I don't know. It ain't uh, out yet. It, it ain't, ain't out, out yet. They're they're they're, they're is supposed it not? To, no. Oh shit. I have no clue. I was unaware. It was definitely a fun movie, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. And oh yeah, it was a. No, before the match, the return of Leslie Vernon's from 2012. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I just didn't... Why would uh, they... I'll have to check it out. Hmm. We need to look that up. Yeah. Like, now I'm really interested. But yeah, all in all, great Because he did come back to life. Yeah. I mean, just like any horror movie. I mean... Yeah, obviously. Because, uh, oh, uh... Ahab, Robert Englund... What? You know, he's he's his Ahab. What is like Ahab just, supposed to mean? Like his Ahab, he's hunting the white whale. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's the only thing I could think of. Like the white whale. Like the Ahab, he's the, you know, the guy that's hunting him. You know. It's yeah, because you know Captain Ahab had the, the tireless hunt. For, yeah. Yeah. That will never catch him. You know, like he can he uh, he never catches quite catches him. That's the way I took it, so. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, that and they couldn't call him his Loomis, so. Yeah, I mean, well, his name's Doc Hollerin, which that also has <laughs> yeah. a reference to uh, people in other. In, China. Yeah, so, I mean, hey, I, even notice, other people's names have reasonings, you did know. You ha- did you notice one of the girls' names was Jamie Lee? Yeah. And then another girl's last name was Curtis? Oh. <laughs> Like, because the Jamie was for Jamie Lee Curtis and all that shit. They, they really, 
brought it all out there. I, I like the fact that they worked in so many references and so much like really honest looks at how horror, like how slashers work, but they were still able to make a really good movie. Like usually if you have to work in that many references into a movie, that's just all it is. Yeah, because it turns into, um, like, and it just sucks. They fucking found the balance on there. It was, it was pretty dope. Even Kane Hodder had like a little appearance. Oh yeah, it was a small one, but he fourteen twenty eight Elm Street. He but he walked. That was him. Yeah, yes, he, that was he him. Had, he had like a mullet, didn't he? Because uh... all you really see, you don't see him. It's real fast. Yeah, but I, I you I recognize him. I was like, was that Kane Hodder? I thought he went into yeah he did go into the Elm Street house didn't he yeah okay yeah he was like fuck you I don't want to talk about Freddy go away yeah I'm scared of Freddy <laughs> Freddy kicked my ass he tried he's to scary what's up Freddy hey I saw a short film it's pretty funny it uh it was a Halloween short from Adam Green back in the day but it was. Michael Myers and Jason almost like falling in love with each other. It's pretty wow. funny. It's kind of stupid. Is that the one where they were driving in the car? No. Oh, no, that was just somehow. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a short film. Uh-huh. But it was pretty, pretty funny, though. It was really low budget, like no budget, like morbid. <laughs> hey, Yeti. Man. Let's get into uh. your... Uh, you're a new love yes. and obsession of unearthed Fuck, films. Yeah. I was I was hoping this would come up. Oh my god. It's coming okay. up like an old man on Viagra. That was a good one. So for those of you who haven't been paying attention I don't know why you're <laughs> interested in old man penises, we, but we got we got hooked up with a film series called American Guinea Pig. Now I want I want to give a little backstory on this series before we get into it because it's super interesting. Is it about rodents? A couple, of, a couple of few years ago, uh, Charlie Sheen watched a horror movie, thought he had witnessed an actual snuff film, called the FBI, and they launched an investigation. What he watched was a film from the Japanese-made guinea pig movie. Uh, so this is the, uh, Unearthed Films bought the rights to the guinea pig name and, and just carried the spirit uh, and they make, they make Western, uh, versions, not like cowboys, but like, you know, Western hemisphere versions of, um, you know, just fucking in, in the spirit of, of the guinea pig films is, I mean, yeah, plot and performances are there or whatever, but it's really just a masterclass in practical effects. And these the, these things are the most fucking brutally gory movies I've ever watched, and they are fucking awesome. What else? The, also, if no one knows Unearth, they also are the ones that re-released a Serbian film. But uh, they yeah. have they don't have go a ton. watch that movie though. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, don't go watch that. Go watch the American Guinea Pig series. But uh, I would avoid the Serbian film unless yes, you know. Yes, there's no whatever. reason to watch that movie. Yeah, well, I mean, there is, um, but there isn't like. 
I mean, if you're into that shit, then, you know, more power to you, but... Yeah, if you're... It's, it's not for the pain of heart. No, that's, that's a fucked up movie, and... and uh, anyways... If you're not doing it for science, guys. if you're not doing it for science, don't watch it. Because <laughs> yeah. me and Jim Jam did the well, commentary for science. You can for listen science. to that commentary, there ain't no need to watch it. You'll hear every fucking thing you need to know about that movie to not watch. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways... Unearth does has a billion movies out, and they're all... Apparently they they do extreme horror, but well, the, when, the American Guinea Pig series, I've seen three out of the four so far. What are you working on? The Songs of Solomon next. When a, I watched the Songs of Sol- Song of Solomon yesterday, wrote my review. I'm actually waiting on Loose to review it, yeah. and the way I'm going to handle it is is like I understand Loose is a college student. She's got work to do. You know what I'm saying. So I'm going to wait until like Monday evening-ish. And if she's not done, I'm going to go ahead and post mine. And then when she gets hers done, I'll go ahead and, uh, and amend the post and do it like that. Because I have I have a grand plan here. So is this movie safe for Luce's eyes? Her sweet, innocent uh, eyes? <laughs> yeah, Song of Solomon is... Uh, it's, it I think it has the most mass appeal out of any of the, the guinea pig films. It's uh it's a really fucking brutal, gory possession flick. Uh but it's got a good there's a lot of plot there. There's uh, I mean some of the acting is kinda eh, but Jessica Cameron, she plays Mary, the possessed girl, the lead, and she is amazing. Like she between her performance uh, the story you're given, and and of course the practical effects that everybody's really coming for. I mean, it, it that ha- that glosses over any of the other. Like, hey, hold on. Did you say and of course, or did you say intercourse? There's a little intercourse, but and of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, spoiler. Is it just Cameron spoiler. intercourse? Yes. Oh shit! There's camera be getting necky. No, no. How do you have? There is like because you... dude, it's the scene where she's in the process of having sex, but they don't show anything. It's no different than yeah. what on the, anyway. the behind the mask where she's you know on top of dude, but she, you don't see nothing. Well, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of Jessica Cameron, she actually follows us on Instagram. Well, that's not so right. So what? Did you just choke? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, when Jim Jam said something about a uh, guinea pig films, I was thinking that she was watching like uh, furry little rodents kill things. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's been doing reviews for guinea pig films, and I was like, oh, well, I didn't know they made fucking horror fucking guinea pigs. <laughs> my fa- my favorite thing so far has been like when I post when I post them, I hashtag them all American guinea pig. Okay, well, when you click that hashtag, there's apparently a breed of guinea pigs that is the American guinea pig. So, like, among all these pictures of cute, fluffy guinea pigs is pictures of Jessica Cameron fucking barking up her entrails and, um, you know, other things like that. Is that Jessica Cameron barfing up the, it looks like an octopus arm? Uh, yeah, that's her guts. I'll, I'll give a spoiler here. It's, it's not really... I mean, it's, okay, well, it's not really a spoiler. There's a point in the film, and it goes on for long enough to make you really fucking uncomfortable. 
but she's on all fours on the bed and she just starts barfing and out comes like her intestines and her stomach and her liver and just all 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 the organs then she's just like i'm gonna need me back and just eats them and it's all oh, fucking ice fucking... cream man <laughs> oh, the ice cream man is hardcore like, uh... Sorry, the ice cream man just hit uh, just driving by. He was dressed up like Arctic Clown or something. That's fucked up, dude. Like, he's talking about dude barfing up entrails or her barfing up entrails and the fucking ice cream man music <laughs> fucking comes rolling down the street. I hope the mics recorded that. Holy shit. Uh, I thought it was fucking like... Like... Uh, like he was listening to something or like your your daughter or something had something on the TV like I just started hearing faint ice cream man music that's weird well, go ahead, sorry Eddie that's, that's cool these 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 movies are uh, it was really cool because Song of Solomon is out now <laughs> um uh Sacrifice will be uh will be released uh, September 11th. And uh, there's a couple of older ones. Uh, Bouquet of Guts before and Budgebok was the very first. And so we got, we reached out to, to Unearth to get a screener for Donald Solomon. They gave us Solomon and Sacrifice. I watched Sacrifice and was fucking enthralled. So I contacted uh, Unearth Films and asked to do reviews on the other two films too, and they were more than happy to look us up. So I'm going to be doing all four standalone reviews, and then I plan to write an article about the series and uh, why you should watch it. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Uh, I kind of look at it like uh, this, these, these movies are just kind of like, Kind of like listening to death metal, but they're movies, you know. <laughs> uh, so, they're, so they're just crazy oh, yeah. as fuck. Intense. Oh, dude. So fucking. Uh, and so far, uh, Song of Solomon has been my favorite, but uh, Sacrifice is um. God, it's so. It's hard to watch. Eight times. It's it's only an hour long, so we're talking like setup, and then shit hitting the fan, and credits, and we're 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 clocking in at sixty minutes each. Wow. But it feels like a two and a half hour feature length film, not because it's bad, but because it just makes you that fucking uncomfortable. Like, dude, takes himself apart. Not well. He removes some parts of himself, but it's just, it's, it's so well shot that you would, you would think that you are actually watching the shit happen. Like the, they have, they get really close up on the cuts and the drills and the, uh, and it's super well shot. The dude suffers beautifully on film and the effects in this movie are ridiculous. Uh, I think, I think you'd watch that one first. It'll desensitize you to the rest of the series, so you can like enjoy them more. Uh, Bouquet of Guts and Gore was a snuff film. Looks like it was shot on like a old seventies or eighties home video yeah. camera, like eight millimeter. Yeah, yeah. 
Wasn't Eight Millimeter like a uh, stunt film? That movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all they uh, all of your uh, all of your cameramen in the, in the movie because they're they're visible. They're carrying those old crank like crank up Super Eight cameras. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's fucking it's fucking brutal. I mean, it's a good time, man. If you, if you enjoy practical effects and wondering how the fuck things happened. That's uh this is a series for you, man. I'm telling you. I, I'm really looking forward to uh watching Bloodshock on Monday and uh getting that article up. And I, I really I really hope that you because know, it's one of those things where people are like, uh, you know, that's really fucked up and I don't want to watch it because it's fucked up. But it's like, yeah, you should watch it. You know, because it, for for one, you know, it's it's art and it's it's metal as fuck. Well, it's always my, my, it's always good to wife, watch who, a movie that's metal as fuck. Oh yeah, my wife who is like I love her to death, but she's um she's kind of pumpkin spice. And uh, we watched Sacrifice last night. Uh, just kind of laid here, and I I just introduced her to the brutality of Sacrifice, and she she enjoyed it. It scarred her for life, but she got through it. So I figure if the wife can get through it fucking anybody can and and becky my roommate she fucking she gets subjected to everything i watch so she's watched she's watched two of the, i watched i went rogue yesterday and just watched song of solomon by myself and stuff to do we're gonna watch that tonight like we're just gonna all three of us are gonna sit down and watch it tonight like i'm really excited about this series and i read an art i saw an article somewhere where there's like eight films planned for the series and they just continuously get better so, it's going to be a good time. Hell yeah. All right, well, yeah, um, after that, we're going to move into a, a segment. We have segments now, y'all. And this is some Q&A, y'all, from uh, our social media. Because before this podcast started, I put on social media um, if anybody had any questions to ask. And our first will come from half Asked. Horror cast. I knew that. That's a question. All right, uh, here we go. We'll start with Johnny. What's your favorite little monster type? Gremlins, critters, ghoulies, munchies, oh, etc. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's hard to choose between gremlins and critters, but I'm gonna probably go critters because I think they're adorable, and they would fuck somebody up worse. Yeah, they are adorable. So That's you, just my opinion. You could sick them on somebody. Yeah. That'd be awesome to own a critter, dude. Like, still, the Furby critter idea, it's got to happen. <laughs> got to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you, Yeti? Uh, man. And their balls. It's a tough one. Because they can... Uh, I would go with, uh... <laughs> Sorry. Like, just little killers in general. I'd go with the puppets from Puppet Master. Yeah, them motherfuckers little are monsters. freaky. It would, it would be between Gremlins, because that's my childhood, and the Langoliers... Because they eat reality. Like, yeah, that movie was hot garbage. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. But the concept of these cute furry things with giant teeth eating reality itself is just something that kind of sticks with you. So, yeah, Langoliers are, 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 are tied with Gremlins. All right, well, my opinion, I'm going to go with Gremlins because they're just, well, what's his name? Which is the furry one? 
Gizmo. Uh, Gizmo. Uh, I just right. I want him because he's just so cute. But that's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Old Forrest yeah, over here. Yeah, gremlins are gremlins are uh, a, a grab bag. You know what I'm saying? You got your cute and furry, and then you give them a chicken wing at 12:30, and fucking you got a little water, you know, and they're fucking crazy monsters. Yeah, a little water and and, and critters can roll, and they fucking <laughs> eat people. It's fucking awesome, and they're adorable in an ugly way. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like hippos. Alright, so uh, we got a next question is from Craig on okay. Instagram. From the half-ass forecast. Four color Craig? Yeah. Stimulate your mind, Craig. <laughs> what horror IP would you most like to see Blumhouse revive next? We'll start with Yeti. Man, uh, that's tough. Something not. I would like to see somebody do a Blumhouse would be good for it or uh, anybody I would like to see anybody come back and revive Hellraiser and fucking really I just want to see somebody do the Scarlet Gospels in, in a movie series it's, you couldn't do it in one movie and be good enough maybe a trilogy uh, definitely some actual Hellraiser. Get Doug Bradley, and uh, and just fucking do it right. You know, do it with a with a story that's meant to have the priest in it. And yeah, good Hellraiser. That's 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 my answer. All right, Johnny. No, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, remake. How about not even remake or revive or whatever? How about them do a fucking original? Or like someone... They did do original, so... Well, I'm just saying, not, but not, this is my opinion, not revive nothing and just do another... You're saying there shouldn't be no... Give, no, but give like an independent person a chance. Like fucking, That's not the question. That's not the question. Stop well, fucking making I, up your own rules. You ask for the answer to a question. Answer the question. Well, Stop my, going off fucking script and be like, well, I don't think they should remake anything. They should give fuck. No, no. Answer the question. <laughs> I'm going to say Critters. Why not? Because we just got through fuck talking it, about yeah. it. Because something yeah, from the 80s all... that could be remade and done better and it, with better practical effects right now with the technology, you know what I'm saying? And everything. Oh, and, yeah. and a remake of it, like they come, and maybe not necessarily a remake, like they come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, somehow. I think it'd just be cool just to see if they could revive that. Now, not necessarily that they should. Because a lot of movies that get remade probably shouldn't be remade. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go something. Well, and with this being asked, so I, I was looking up, like, Blumhouse movies, what they've already remade so that I wouldn't choose a movie. But someone suggested Spawn should Ooh. go to Blumhouse. Um, no. Because they've uh, talked about the remake of Spawn already. Uh, yeah. And if you could get a really dark Spawn remake, rated R, fucking way better than I like the original, just because it's more nostalgia. Yeah. But uh, if you could okay. fucking get it some brutal shit in there, that'd be cool. Not a PG thirteen Spawn. Work, Not a fucking PG thirteen Spawn. I don't. Let's go. You know. Blumhouse remake. 
revive Black Collar. Black Collar? Yeah, <laughs> Black Collar. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, but that's not even a classic. He didn't movie. say classic. Yeah, but I mean, we're, I mean, come on. Well, that's my answer. Oh, your answer sucks. Okay. What do you think about his answer there, Yeti? I didn't shit on your fucking answer, so you don't shit on mine. <laughs> your answer needs. I mean, that like you can't remake a movie that was just made. Like it, you're no, fucking, it was made four years ago. But you're fucking like downing that movie right now. How is that downing? Because you're saying that, that it sucks from four years ago. It's it's no, not good. My, like they already need to remake this movie because it's no, no good. I did not say that. All I was saying is, if they revive it, there would be more money behind it. That's all I was saying. Anyways, next question. Yeah, you better move on. Last minute Halloween ideas. I guess there's that's all I said. So who a, who who? Oh, I'm sorry. Arrow. Rot Pod. Rot Pod. Last minute Halloween ideas. Off track podcast. I get. I'm a... Last minute Halloween ideas. Yeah. Last minute. Buy more candy. Yeah, yeah. We gave out. We <laughs> don't ran... don't give out cheese because kids do look in their fucking bags. Yeah, we we ran out of candy last year and. Uh, like well, when I was a kid, I didn't look in my bag to see what I got before I left the fucking steps. We overheard these sorry ass kids now. They're looking in their bags, and they said, "What'd you get? Oh, I got a snack for later. (laughs) I got some cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We gave, yeah, we gave (laughs) some kids string cheese. The older kids got string cheese, guys, because Jim Jam's neighborhood is like busy as fuck. I mean, you're gonna see. You need like five hundred. You're gonna like literally have like five hundred kids come through. Yeah, you're gonna need like five or six bags of candy, and that's or more. And like the hundred piece candies, like it's just it's insane. Like because it's just a row of houses, you know. What if we gave out business? Really, really long street. What if we buy new business cards and at each candy, put a a business card in each kid's bag? (laughs) I'm so glad I'm not the only one who thought of that. I just wasn't gonna say it out loud. (laughs) What you're trying to advertise these kids for? Like. Give this to your parents. Yeah. Hey, give or the parents be like, here's a piece of candy, here's you a card. <laughs> or you can just like give a, make a little little like, little gift bags and it just says for parents. There's <laughs> Yeah. So uh, my uh, last minute idea uh, Well, best thing to do for your last minute idea, just if you got one close, uh go to one of the pop up uh, Halloween stores. I'm not like I'm on a kick now. I'm not going to say names unless they want to sponsor the podcast. But pop, you know, these one these uh, Halloween stores that come around around Halloween, hit one of them up because they should have I mean, everything like you need. A last minute Halloween idea. Like, uh, it's so gen, like you know, like a. You could, you could go a couple of a couple of ways of like last minute Halloween costume idea. Okay. Yeah, uh, like that's what I'm sitting here trying to think. Like, like I say, buy more candy. Back. But I mean, come on, that's not a fucking good idea. Like, you should already you should uh, probably buy more candy. But so see, I'm shitting on my own idea here. <laughs> it wouldn't take much to uh, you know throw together a costume, a little fake blood, a little makeup. You could be you know a slasher victim or a zombie or something. Last minute Halloween plan idea: uh, drop ass and go to a haunt. Stop being a pussy. 
That's a bad idea. <laughs> That's a really bad. Oh, I oh, would not suggest that idea. idea at all, ever. <laughs> and also, never, ever, ever drop acid, stand in front of a mirror, and make scary faces <laughs> at yourself. You will scare yourself. I know this for a fact. Did you do that? Yes. <laughs> and you will fucking scare your own self. It is a fucked up feeling, but you will. Johnny, I want to give you acid and no, go up I won't do acid one. no more. Uh, uh, that, that was an early twenties. Okay, Yeti, uh, you need to come through uh, slaughterhouse with us. No, that would. Uh, there's so many fucking ramps in there. You do not want to do that. Well, I'm not mentioning the other haunt. So, uh, next question, and this hold it up. Yeah, uh, from Battleborn Show on Twitter. You wake up blindfolded, tied to a chair, your first thought. I'm fucked. <laughs> like, literally, I'm fucked. Or, or I hope they don't fuck me. God, please don't rape me. Unless you're a woman, but otherwise. That's what I would think. I'm fucked. What did I do? <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm an asshole, but damn. Yeti, what do you think about that? Uh... I mean, why did I take that acid and go through the haunt? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It seems like a natural progression to me. Sounds like Saturday for me, really. That's how I woke up this morning. Yeah. Blindfolded, tied to a chair. Oh, Uh, fuck. I'm just going to hope, you know, I'm just going to hope for everybody's sake that I'm not naked. That's what I was just thinking. (laughs) Like, I just hope I'm not naked. Like, I just hope I'm not naked in this chair. Could you please cover up my balls? See, you know you're in trouble if if you're naked and the fucking seat of the chair has a hole in the bottom of it. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you know you're really fucked. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, proper fuck. Yeah, you're going to get fucked by something. But, yeah, Yeah. I'm just, I would just think I'm fucked. Yeah. Well. I would have to say, I would wake up and I'd probably be sitting there like, just thinking, what the fuck happened? What did we do last night? I guess it really depends on what you did the night before or or whatever. What just happens. You go to bed. Yeah. And you wake up. And you wake up and you're tied to a chair. Yeah, I would, I would honestly just, there would be a part of me that would hope that the sweet embrace of death came soon. Because uh, I've seen that movie and I know I know how it how it goes. I just hope so it's just hope not the fucking Ice Man. You know what I'm saying? The Ice <laughs> the Ice Man or whatever the Ice Pit Killer or whatever that dude. That motherfucker oh, dude, man. He he told there was a story told on a fucking like Mari or some shit. Not, not Mari, but some other one of them shows. And they had like the author of his fucking book. Like he's a real fucking killer. He talked about. I won't ever forget. He fucking took a f- screwdriver. Jabbed it in dude's spine, hop, fucking, you know, wallered out his fucking spine so he couldn't feel, but yet he could still hear and talk. Or he might not have been able to talk, but he uh, could still hear. And he fucking was cutting his fingers off while he could see it and whispering in his ear. Wow, that's you know, you know, You know why I'm doing this, right? You know why I'm doing this. Cutting his fucking fingers off. Wow. He could feel the... He couldn't feel the, his fingers getting cut off. He could just see it. Fuck, that's nauseating. It just makes me think about... Fuck that, dude. Can someone send a good question so he can... <laughs> I mean, I, I know that's morbid as fuck, but... That shit makes me nauseous thinking about that. Yeah, now, uh... We don't have nothing else, so... 
don't know. Oh, that's what we ended with? God, <laughs> that was no good. Oh, here we go. We got a question. Uh, rainbows, unicorns, or puppies? Let's <laughs> 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 end this on a positive note. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we'll go into another segment we'll make up on the spot. Is Yeti's music review that he does for us. And uh, what was your last one, Yeti? Uh, I think the last one was the new album, The Devil Makes Three. They're yes, uh, an Americana band that usually, from up until now, they've had like a really heavy bluegrass sound. Uh, just. Uh, lyrics kind of kind of hover around uh, desolation, alcoholism, loss, death, safe addiction. Uh, it's just you know real life horror shit. And uh, this 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 latest album has a has a little bit more of a like a '70s psychedelic rock meets Americana kind of a. Some of the songs kind of make me feel like Pulp Fiction is the only way I can really explain it. And uh, the songwriting, Pete Bernard, he's the principal songwriter and and, uh, vocalist for the group. He said it was was an examination of the creative process. Now it can be desperately lonely, but rewarding. And how how a lot of creative types feel like they're on the fringe of society. Some people, you know, try to drugs and alcohol and suicide to get through it. So it's a dark-ass album, but it's, it's fucking beautiful and the songwriting is amazing. Like it's, well, it's that kind of it's that kind of lyric writing that makes you think. Like if you truly listen to the album, you can take each song as its own story and you try to piece together what they're trying to say. And I really miss that. It's, uh, it's fucking ten out of ten for me. It's been on heavy rotation since it was Why, Eddie? <clears throat> Are they more of an indie uh, band or whatever? Uh. They like yeah, they're they're pretty, still pretty independent. They're uh, they're not a, a hugely popular band. But they have a hell of a following. They're well, on a reason, New West Records. Well, reason I was asking because right now, uh, or in a second, I can throw in a clip of whatever song you suggest, and people can uh, get a little sample of who they are. Oh yeah, we can do that. Uh, do you have a song think, suggestion? Uh, yeah, let's see. So, if, if I were going to pick a song to sample, so to let everybody hear a snippet of, uh, they've released a few singles uh, up before the album came out, and then they streamed the album, but uh, I would go with Native Son, because it's a, it's a really honest song, and it's uh, it's kind of a... tells the story of immigrants and... Uh, uh, african-americans i believe and it's just you know the the chorus is so so awesome and it's just I, I think it's something that we've all felt regardless of uh citizenship status or race you know and it's just you know i don't have to love it i don't have to leave it i'm not a stranger here i'm a native son i'm right where i belong you know it's uh it's fucking america man and it's it's real true Blue Collar America. It's a beautiful fucking song. Okay, well, here we go. We're going to give this a listen real quick. All right, here we go, y'all. Because I ain't going nowhere. Because I'm right. 
It's definitely like a bluegrassy feel, right? Uh, a little, a little bit. This, this is one of the more country feeling songs on the on the album. Their older stuff, man, is just straight band, like not banjos, but just like straight up. It's it's like old country, and uh, and bluegrass had a baby, and it drank a bunch of whiskey, and it's it, all of their old stuff is really good. And this this album, it's it's a departure <coughs> in sound, but it's fucking great. Oh yeah, I recommend it. Oh yeah, what do you think, Johnny? Yeah, it sounds like country music. <laughs> so it, it's like folk music. I mean, it's it's it's. So it's like a dark, yeah. like dark folk country. Yeah. There's, I, I listen to a lot of that shit, and uh, Devil Makes Three is one of my favorites. And I'm, I'm planning on doing uh, some stuff. The, the other album I really wanted to, to get into has been Delay. So, you know, because indie music is much like indie movies. Fucking here at the whims of funding. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, hell yeah. So this is, I would say, one of our more structured podcasts, right, Johnny? I don't know. Was it? Oh, yeah. We had segments this time. Oh, because you said uh, we're going to do this segment. Like just that, just because you had the word segment, don't don't mean it. It sounds so. better, Johnny. I feel like we stayed on topic more. Yeah, maybe we should so let people butt hurt us more. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, oh, speaking of speaking of butt hurt, I'm not going to mention any names, but. I just want to throw this out there. Um, we do. We're able to do what we do because we maintain, uh, for the most part, we maintain relationships with filmmakers and studios. And in order to do that, we have to hold up our end of the bargain. We don't just get free movies all the time. We have to hold up our end of the bargain. And if if you're going to do something like this, you have to keep that in mind. There's a level of integrity that you have to have. And if you're the type of person who wants to jump on a team and then get free mm -hmm. movies and not hold up your end of the bargain, you should fucking drink bleach. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and that's just how I feel about it because uh, this is y'all's baby, but this is my writing team. And, uh, if you do anything to make my writing team look bad, you can go fuck yourself. And, well, uh, I'm not going to name any names because they're not worth it, but uh, you I've, know who you are. I've always maintained, if you say you're going to do something, you better fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, that's how I was raised. Like, it's just, if, if you say you're going to do it, just do it. Like, especially if it's yeah. important, like, hey, I'm going to show up here. Please show up. You should show up there. Yeah, yeah and then also... Uh, like, that's you know, just my whole, I've always... For the most part, the community that we work within is full of good people who relate, who, who we can relate to and who relate to us. And it, it's, it sounds really hokey, but and it sounds kind of, kind of bitchy, but I have, like, incredible amounts of social anxiety, okay? And this yeah. is just an example. I, I fucking do, I freak out in large crowds of people. It, up until last weekend, like, I have fucking horrible anxiety, 
in crowds of people unless I'm going to a metal show because I feel like that's my tribe. We're all there for one thing and we're we're all together. You know, there's no judgment, and, and we're we're all just there for the music and to have a good time. And that's how I felt at CreepyCon around people from our community. You know, because we're all just there for the same thing. This is our tribe. You know what I'm saying? It, it really bothers me to see people within this this community that that fucking we work within. And then I really enjoy being a part of it. Just have no fucking scruples and no integrity. It, it, that fucking that hurts me in my feely parts. What's what they call burning bridges, right? But yeah, oh well. Like that's why I say yeah. not be nice to people. But that's but I'm an asshole. So yeah, that was uh, that was a good podcast. Had fun with it. Um, Check out all the social media. Follow us on all social media. Um, our next uh, our next stop in the convention will be what I consider WrestleMania of the horror conventions for us. Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival. Yeah, it's going to be at three different places. Yes, and that will be shuttle, so you don't have to drive. You just get on a, a bus and it but, takes you to that location. And I believe Slaughterhouse comes in with the general admission price. So yeah, you get to go to the haunt. How fucking awesome is that? The so haunt's we're, fun, we're, too. I just like the haunt. It's fun. We're doing that this year, too. We're going to go to the haunt. Uh, All right. So, I mean, I expected to go to the haunt anyways. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Slaughter has, Slaughterhouse has to offer this year. I'm looking forward to Full Moon Cineplex. Yeah. And just seeing it and again and, you know, what yeah. they're doing there. and The fucking festival is going to be great because they have a lot of guests. That so, are going to be really big. Oh, man, they've in the past date, couple of days, man, they've announced a lot of fucking, uh, I'm, I don't even, we don't have it pulled up, but you can go check it out. Uh, we've been sharing it. You can go yeah, check it out. Yeah, you should go follow them on Facebook and all that so that you can get all the guest updates. Yeah. And, you know, but yeah. So A lot of new guests that haven't been here before, so yep. that'll be fun. So, and, and I believe, uh, real quick. I believe Yeti will actually be at Full Moon this year, right, Yeti? Uh, there's a possibility. Okay. It's uh, it's kind of up in the air, but we shall see. Sweet. Alrighty, well, I guess that's all we got. Well, we appreciate you listening. Yep. That's all. <laughs> no, you didn't just say we out. That would have been the way to go. Okay, well, that's all we got, Johnny and Yeti. We out. Peace. Peace.